I know that sometimes life feels like the exact same type of pain over and over and over again. It's like you keep having these seemingly new experiences that come in these new exciting packages. And because the package looks different, you think, ooh, I bet what's on the inside of that is going to be different too. And when you finally get to start opening that package, you realize it's just failure. It's just rejection. It's just betrayal. It was in a different looking wrapper, but it was just the same thing on the inside. Or at least that's what seems to be happening. Now, here's the thing. I don't know you. And so I cannot say, no, there is no pattern in your life. There might be a pattern in your life. But what I do know about you, because you are presumably a human being watching this, is that you are susceptible to something called confirmation bias. Confirmation bias occurs when we believe we already know the truth about a matter and we selectively prioritize information that supports that belief in our interpretation of events and also selectively deprioritize information that does not support or even contradicts that belief. And what confirmation bias creates is a series of chain reactions where it kind of feels like you went to the store and bought 10 different kinds of candy bars, right? You bought Twix and Hershey's and Milky Way. And every single one you open up just has white chocolate Kit Kat inside. And if you like white chocolate Kit Kat, I don't apologize for that metaphor because it's still on point because white chocolate Kit Kats are disgusting. But that is what life can feel like. I know it can feel like it's just the same crap over and over and over again. But we need to talk about your confirmation bias today, how it may be misleading you and actually causing those events to occur when they maybe wouldn't have otherwise occurred and how you can stop that from happening in the future. So welcome back to the psychology of depression and anxiety. My name is Dr. Scott. If this is your first time here, I just wanna really briefly introduce myself so you know who you're listening to. I am a licensed practicing clinical psychologist. I specialize in moderate to severe mood and anxiety disorders. And I am the author of the book For When Everything Is Burning. Being a therapist is my full-time job. YouTube is my side job, although it's something I'm really, really enjoying and very passionate about. And I'm happy to bring what I think is some really valuable psychoeducation to you. Today, we're going to talk about something I call the solar system of pain. And it's a way of explaining the confirmation bias that occurs in response to emotional suffering. Anytime you experience something unpleasant, your brain classifies it somehow. And so on, on some sort of subconscious level, you ask yourself, what type of experience was this? Like, I know that was bad. I know that was unpleasant. I know it was painful. But in what way, you know, was that failure? Was that betrayal? Was that rejection? What was that? How would I explain, you know, what word would I use to label that experience that I just had? And the labels we put on our experiences have tremendous ripple effects on our future. Imagine a solar system inside of you with each type of emotion being a planet inside of this solar system. You are at the center of this solar system. So you are the sun, essentially, surrounded by all these planets. And each planet gets bigger every time you classify an experience that you've had as being 
that type of experience. In other words, every time you tell yourself that was failure, the failure planet in your solar system expands a little bit. And every time a planet expands, its gravitational pull also expands, which means more and more experiences get sucked into this planet and become part of this planet rather than reaching the center of your solar system and being experiences that you can actually take at face value. And I know there's probably a couple of you who understand more about this science than me and are probably about to tell me, I think, that the gravitational pull of planets is actually based on their mass, not their size. It's a metaphor. Get over yourselves. I'm just kidding. I love you. But still, it is just a metaphor. The thing about the gravitational pull of each of these types of emotions is that they can eventually become what we call self-fulfilling prophecies. I know that when you look back on the experiences that you classify into these various categories, you probably think, well, but it was that. I, I got fired, so it was failure. I got dumped. It was rejection. That person abandoned me. That was abandoned. They, they left. That was abandonment. That was betrayal. And what I'm about to say is not always true, okay? I know it's not always true. I know that sometimes horrible things just happen, and there's no twist. There's not always a plot twist. There's not always a distortion. Sometimes life just sucks. I know, okay? Don't get mad at me for this. But sometimes we accidentally twist things to make them become the things we were afraid of them becoming. In other words, let me give you an example. Let's say that you're in a romantic relationship and it's it's fairly new and it's exciting and it seems like things are going good, but you have a history of being lied to, cheated on, and just otherwise, for lack of a better term, screwed over by people. I'm betting a lot of you do have a history like that. I know that um, until I met my wife, I would have said that was true for me as well. And when you've had a lot of experiences like that, your betrayal planet becomes huge. It's, it's your Jupiter, right? It's the biggest planet in your solar system. And so, so many experiences that you have that don't necessarily actually represent rejection or actually represent abandonment because it's just this huge presence in your system. So many experiences get pulled into it, meaning you start to perceive them as being that thing, even if they didn't start that way. Somebody takes a while to text you back, right? Someone you're seeing, or you notice that they have a lot of connections with people of the opposite gender on their social media, or their communications with you have been shorter lately. Sometimes those do mean what you think they mean. And sometimes they mean something else. And sometimes they mean nothing. But here's what happens. Here's where this confirmation bias and this self-fulfilling prophecy can become so dysfunctional to our lives. Because that's such a strong pattern for you, because every single time you've been betrayed, every single time you've been abandoned, it strengthens that pathway in your brain. It grows the size of that planet and it makes you more and more open to the possibility that's going to happen again. It seems more plausible that this is just everything. This is just everybody. This is just what happens in life. And as soon as you see even a little hint of it, you start to experience all of the feelings that go along with every related experience that you've had 
with that type of emotion. You start to feel the pain of everyone that's lied to you, everyone that's betrayed you, everyone that's abandoned you. And this huge, huge Jupiter-sized pain wells up inside of you. And that pain starts to change how you react to that person. Because you now start to see them because of something that's been going on in your relationship. You start to see them as someone who is inevitably going to betray you. And that affects how you talk to them. That affects how you interact with them. That affects how much you enjoy your time with them. And what happens sometimes, Don't not always, okay? Again, I'm going to give this disclaimer twice because it's that important. Sometimes people do just screw you over. I know it's happened to me too. But sometimes it is the way we act in response to those first, you know, so-called red flags that look like things that have happened to us in the past that actually starts to drive that person away. Because that person might actually be experiencing the same thing you're experiencing. They might feel blindsided by like, this person is now reacting differently to me and my feelings towards them haven't changed. Maybe they are having second thoughts about this relationship. Both of you get in this feedback loop where you're both anticipating this is going to go badly. And so then you both start to prepare for that. And then you drift apart. And then it does eventually end. And you were right. Except what if the only reason it went that way was because you've had so many painful experiences like that in the past that everything looks like that to you because of this giant Jupiter-sized planet of rejection that you have inside of your solar system that sucks almost everything in unless it's so obviously not rejection that even your distorted belief system cannot call it that. I know I use a lot of gaming references, but it, it reminds me a lot of, I actually never played this game because I thought it looked stupid. <laughs> no, I'm going to be offending so many people today with my metaphors. Um, but I had some friends in high school who played this game called Katamari. And you started as like this teeny tiny little ball, if I remember right, like rolling around the city. And you can only absorb things that were smaller than you. So at first you could only absorb like birds and banana peels and stuff. But every time you absorb something, you grew and grew and grew. And eventually you were absorbing like buildings and stuff like that. That's what happens with pain. That's what happens with these specific subtypes of pain that we experience. They grow and grow and grow. And they can grow so large that they can consume everything in your life. The relationship example I gave is just one example. I see this happen to people in occupational settings, like with work. I see this happen to people in school or in classes. I see this happen to people with sobriety, with recovery. I mean, you name it. Once we think we see a pattern... We'll start to, even subconsciously, even if you're not trying to do it, it's just how your brain works. You'll start to look for this pattern everywhere. Sometimes it will genuinely be there, but sometimes you'll start to see it when it's not there. And sometimes the fact that you see it when it's not there will cause it to eventually be there. I know that's kind of convoluted. I really, really hope that makes sense to you. If it does make sense to you, I'm sure at this point you're wondering, what the heck do I do about this? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, this is a tough one, okay? This is part of how our brains work. And, and I don't know your age viewer, you know, I don't know how many years worth of experience uh, of growing this planet that we're talking about here. It may be many, right? And so I recognize that this is not an easy thing to change. I still have a strategy I'm going to teach you, but I want you to know this, this isn't a quick fix. I don't know that there is one. In fact, I'm pretty sure that there's not, um, 
Because the only thing that's really going to change this is if you start to accumulate other experiences that you can absolutely definitively say contradict your belief system, right? So if your belief system, if, if your Jupiter is failure, then only experiences which cannot be twisted to become failure, like experiences that are so obviously success, even you, even, even the darkest part of your mind is like, no, yeah, I did a good job at that. That was very Midwestern of me, the way I said that just now. No, yeah. Um, the only way that train of thought did not recover. So I'm just restarting. The only way that you can start to get out of this pattern of thinking is by collecting data from a fresh perspective, which is so, so much easier said than done, you guys. I know, I know it is. But the way that I do it, because this is something I've had to practice a lot in my own life, because I have someone who has had like, like failure has been a big one for me. For a long time, I thought, you know, everything I touch just falls apart. Why should I even bother trying to do anything? Why should I have relationships? Why should I try to take care of myself? Why should I try to go to school? Why should I try to get a job? I thought I knew where it was all going to end, right? I thought it was all going to fall apart no matter what I did. But I remember at some point, and this is, I remember reading this in a book and it was just like a fiction book. It wasn't a self-help book. But I remember reading this phrase, Look at something with alien eyes. In other words, if you woke up tomorrow with complete total amnesia, you remembered nothing of who you think you are and what your life has looked like up until that day, how would you perceive the things that happened to you in that day? In other words, we're, we got a fresh start. We're collecting data. Who am I? What am I? What do people think of me? What am I good at? We are just starting over and collecting fresh data on all these topics. We're gonna pretend we don't think we already know the answer and we're just gonna go out and live our lives and we're gonna see what happens. And whatever seems to be happening on that particular day, we're gonna say, maybe that's who I am. So I don't care if you're 60 years old. I don't care if you feel like everything you tried up until now has failed. I mean, I do care. That sounds really bad the way I said that. I don't mean it like that. What I mean is, if you're 60 years old and you feel like nothing you've done up until now has meant anything and you go out tomorrow and you succeed at something, that day you were a success. You know, whatever you thought about yourself before, maybe things are finally starting to change for you. Or maybe your perception that you are a failure is part of what has pulled you, just like gravity, down this path in life time and time again. And maybe if you were willing to look at yourself with a fresh set of eyes, you might start to see something different. You might start to see a lot of what's happening to me in my life does not actually fit with this person I perceive myself to be. Maybe I've been wrong this whole time about the type of person that I am. Maybe I had a few really pivotal early life experiences that grew this planet for me and then just everything from that point just got sucked in and I saw it everywhere. And everything that happened to me seemed like it was this thing, but maybe it wasn't, or maybe it wasn't going to be until it got pulled into that planet's gravitational field. So if this seems like a valuable exercise for you today, try it out. Try to counter your solar system of pain by looking at yourself with alien eyes. We don't know what this thing is. We're just gonna study it with no data, and we're going to see from this day forward, what does our data tell us? Everything up until now, thrown out. Easier said than done, I know. But it has really helped me. 
I do believe this is a powerful tool. And if you find value in this presentation today, I hope that you consider trying it. I'll see you next time. Take care.